Hello, it's Pastor Malcolm here. Welcome to our service for Sunday the 31st of October. Today, we continue our series called Tenants of the King. The title comes from the idea that God is the earth's landlord and we are only tenants in our life on earth. So it is our responsibility to keep the earth in good condition, to care for it and to limit the damage that we do. You will know from watching TV or listening to the radio that there's going to be a huge international conference in Glasgow, which starts today, when the hope is that each nation will make commitments to reduce climate change. People in our church do many things in their daily lives which can make a big impact. They recycle their packaging and cut down their waste. They use refillable containers to avoid throwing away too much plastic and cut down on red meats. They try to walk or use public transport to reduce car exhaust emissions and the use of fossil fuels. They opt for green tariffs on their electric and gas and grow plants and trees that encourage wildlife uh, if they have gardens. Today we're going to be learning more about why climate change affects us all. But first of all, here's some scripture from Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord, who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. So let's pray. Almighty God, we declare that you are the most amazing God of all creation. We praise you for you brought the earth into being and you uphold it by your powerful word. We praise you that you brought the earth into being to provide for us. And we thank you for the food we eat, the vegetables, the fruits, the produce from the land. We praise you for every gift that we enjoy. We thank you that you welcome us into your very presence. You do not judge us as our sins deserve, but, O oh Lord, you show mercy and grace. We open our hearts to you. We lift our heads to you and say, you are our God like no other. You are a father who cares for us. You are a, the son of God who gives of his life for us. You are Holy Spirit who fills us afresh and enables us to love and serve you in the world. Almighty God, be with us today, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. My heart is filled with thankfulness to him who reigns above, whose wisdom is my perfect peace, 
whose every thought is love. For every day I have on earth is given by the King. So I will give my life, my all, to love and follow Him. For every day I have on earth is given by the King. So I will give my life, my all, to love and follow Him. Our reading today is from Romans chapter 8 and from verses 18 to 21. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. But the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Amen. Our Bible talk today is given by the Reverend Mark Mellowish, Senior Pastor of St Paul's Church in Ealing. For me, I think there have been two conversions in my life. I have had a conversion to faith, and uh, that conversion to faith has led me to care for God's people um, and to share something of the good news of Christ with everybody that I can possibly share it with. My second conversion, which happened later, was a conversion also to the care of creation. So I think my eyes were opened when traveling around the world and I saw firsthand the uh, how the effects of climate change affect the poorest of the poor around the world. My generation have been huge consumers and a lot of us, myself included, have been huge consumers not realizing the damage that we have done. We demand consumption, we demand things. Uh, people will therefore produce those things and they will damage the environment to produce what we demand so that they can get income in to survive for themselves. And of course, all of that is thinking about today. Our consumption is thinking about today. Their producing of those goods is thinking about today. And so often we don't think about tomorrow. So what does that produce for tomorrow? It, produces, it, it leaves a terrible legacy for the next generation. I was in Bihar recently and um, we work with a pastor out there called Pastor Jose. As a church we help fund some schools and some churches and um, the recent flooding of that area has left many devastated. It's all actually part of the change in the climate. They've never seen anything like it. Their infrastructure wasn't built for it. 
As floods have come, their houses have been washed away, literally. I've seen Kenyan farmers who struggle. Um, I've seen the crops that produce nothing. Um, they don't come to fruition because they haven't got the water they need. I've seen the water in the wrong places that's done so much damage. It has washed everything away and there are no crops left. And, and the trouble is it's washed the soil away. And so there's no chance of doing crops for tomorrow. I've seen it affect so many individuals. And it's heartbreaking. I get the privilege of travelling around the world. I get the privilege of seeing these places. Not everybody does, unless we see them on television. But if we're, if we're honest, probably we watch them on TV and we're a bit tired of seeing them on TV. And when a starving somebody comes on television, we go make a cup of tea because it, 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 it helps us and cope with the, the pain that we see. Or we give a small financial gift. But actually when you know these people and you know their names and you know their backgrounds and you know that this is affecting the income of Pelua who can no longer grow his crops because his soil has been washed away. You know that it affects his family and you know that that affects his wife who's pregnant with a child. And when you know all of these you think, oh my word, this is doing a huge amount of damage. So we're all created, male and female, in God's image. And I think God in creation, he creates everything in his image. So there's something of the image of God in creation. And when mankind fell, when we denied God, because he'd given us creation to care for, he didn't take creation away from us, but rather we took creation with us. So we've taken creation into the place of the fall. As God calls us to be messengers of the good news, the gospel to help broken people find fulfillment and fullness in Christ, so he calls us to be part of the answer to see uh, creation recreated um, and to care for this incredible, beautiful world that we live in. I actually think we're probably um, we're on borrowed time, but it is not too late. And for me, that's it's about it. we can do something now, and that's the good news. Um, but it's about all of us doing something. We've learned what it means to live as a Christian, as as one of Christ's people here on earth. And we, of the first fruits, are called to share that good news with others. And Often we see that as a calling to share it with other individuals, but actually it's also a, a calling to share it with creation itself. And so it says that creation waits in eager expectation, doesn't it? Uh, in eager expectation for what? For us, actually, I think. N not, not for the end of the world to come, but for us. Because when you care for creation, your eyes are open to more of the beauty of creation. And all of a sudden, that rich and satisfying life is found in the everyday, in the shape of the trees, in the beauty of the birds, in the wonder of the animals, in the, the, the incredible magnificence of the vast elephants down to the tiny ants, down to the sea creatures. Everything is seen in a different light. And that's John 10.10. 10. That's... I'm seeing things differently because I'm a Christian, because God's Spirit has awakened me. Me being the first fruits, I see the need of mankind, so I'm going to live in a different way. And I see the need of creation, so I'm going to act in a different way. 
man, we should be the best news people on the planet. Because that's our calling in life. Hello, it's Malcolm again. I like the way that Mark Mellowish encourages us to think not just about the earth being restored when Jesus returns, but to think about the role that we can play in contributing to the care and restoration of creation. Scripture makes plain that the earth is fallen, just like humanity. The earth isn't perfect, just like humans are not perfect. Sin affects every aspect of God's creation. But what it says in Romans, and the Apostle Paul writes that creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. It is inviting us to step forward as the children of God and be the foremost advocates to declare this is God's world. God made it for our pleasure and provision. Let's celebrate it, delight in it and care for it so it will continue to provide for future generations. The earth is a living thing, just like the plant on your windowsill. If you neglect it, it will wither and die. But if you care for it, it will thrive and continue to produce the pretty flowers in season. And the earth is like that. It is a living thing. If we neglect it, if we rape its resources and don't put anything back, it will wither and die and fracture and impact on our lives. But if we care for the earth, if we care for God's creation, it thrives and it continues to produce plenty, more than we can ever need. And the crops come forward in their seasons and in fruitfulness. You see, God doesn't say to us, there's nothing you can do, you're all doomed. In the same way we seek to grow in Christ as individuals and overcome sin in our lives, so we call to overcome the consequences of our sinful behaviour that has affected the earth. We call to work, to restore, nurture, celebrate all that God has entrusted us with until Christ returns and finishes the job for us. So we're going to pray now and especially pray for the international conference that begins today in Glasgow. Sovereign God, we thank you that you hold all creation in your hands. We thank you for the privilege we have to share in the care of creation. We pray for world leaders and activists who are striving to restore, nurture and celebrate all of creation. Help them work together to find useful and sustainable solutions to the problems we face. Give the wealthy nations a heart to help the poorer nations. Forgive us when we consume so much and conserve so little. Open our eyes to see the needs of those around us and open our hearts to empower them. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Gloria is going to sing again to close, but before she does, let's close with the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. My heart is filled with thankfulness 
to him who bore my pain who plumbed the depths of my disgrace and gave me life again who crushed my curse of sinfulness and clothed me in his light and wrote his law of righteousness with power upon my heart.